You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. What we're going to do is uh, we've got Victor Armandez in here, and he's going to talk about his show coming up uh, on point and tell you, give you a little uh, synopsis, give you a little teaser, give you a little scratch on the uh, back about what's about to happen. And then we've uh, later on after his show, we've got locked and loaded ready to go and um, we got some fun stuff for that so anyway uh we've got victor right here and uh, victor let me ask you i would assume that you're doing this all for ka-ching no actually uh not so what are we doing today i love sound effects uh well you know david uh, you're absolutely right, and, and I believe in the business is known as a teaser, so we want to kind of tease the audience what's coming up today from uh, from 2 to 4. Uh, so from 2 to 3, uh, we're going to delve into the, the Mueller report a bit. You know, th- there's so much misinformation coming out of there, and if you listen to CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, you, you know, the, the normal lamestream media, um, you're getting the absolute opposite from them of what the Mueller report actually says. And one thing that, that I pride myself here on this show is, is approaching things with common sense and logic. And, and when you look at the Mueller report with, with just read the report, folks, for yourself. And if you don't want to read all 400 and something pages, because, look, let's face it, book two of the report shouldn't have never been written. Uh, book one of the report could have been done in one page. So you can read the summaries. You can skim through book one, uh, the part about collusion. What, what you need to understand and what we'll get into on the show today is that the Mueller report, understand that the special counsel was supposedly put forth um, because of possible collusion with Russia and the Trump campaign. And then beyond that, the scope was supposed to go to Russia collusion in uh, just period, Russia collusion into the election system of the United States. That was as far as the scope was supposed to go. But we all learned and have learned that the, there was no real scope, limited scope given. And, and let me backtrack a little bit. Whenever a special counsel is put in place, it is the job of the attorney general. And if there's no attorney general, it's the job of the deputy attorney general to put together a, 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 a memo that's called the scope memo. And that is given to whoever the special counsel is, be it Mueller or uh, any other person named a special counsel. So that scope report is supposed to be given to them, memo, scope memo, outlining where that investigation can go. That's number one. And actually, really, before that, a special counsel legally cannot be formed without the presence of a crime without evidence that there's a presence of a crime. So this special counsel that Mueller ran was was done without any evidence of a crime. In fact, it was it was a a intelligence investigation that morphed into a criminal investigation. And ladies and gentlemen, that that that's basically against the law, it's against the rules. It's 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 just not normally allowed but somehow in this instance Mueller was giving a given a a free run to go after 
the sitting president of the United States. Now think about that, folks. Think about that for a moment. Not only was was there no reason to have a special counsel, there was no scope memo given to limit the special counsel. So even if you are not a Trump supporter, put yourself in the shoes of being a target of a special counsel, a special counsel that has all the money in the world because the government doesn't care about money. They've got plenty. They can take it from you and they can keep printing it. So the special counsel had an unlimited budget and an unlimited scope. So I, I don't care how clean you think you are. And if you're one of those that's running around going, well, if Trump's so innocent, why is he angry with the special counsel? Trust me, if you were the target of a special counsel with unlimited funds and unlimited scope, how are you going to fight that? Because trust me, where where they won't find a crime, they will make a crime. You know, I believe Stalin said it best. Find, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. And that's what happened here, folks. So, so on our two o'clock hour today, we, we're going to get into, to this Mueller report a bit and, and we're going to approach it with common sense because as I said before, there shouldn't have been, even have been an investigation. So this shouldn't even really be called an investigation. It should be called what it is and what it was is a hoax. It was a manhunt or a witch hunt looking for a crime to try and invent a crime to stick to Donald Trump and the, and only to go after president. Now, again, if you don't support Donald Trump, then think about it. What if it was your candidate? What if Bernie Sanders wins in 2020? God help us if he does, but that's just my opinion. But if Bernie Sanders won in 2020 and the FBI, uh, the Trump's FBI or Trump's attorney general, they, the, the upper echelon, let's, the upper echelon started to put together a hoax and say that Bernie, he, he colluded with China. He colluded with China because China wants to promote socialism and com- communism. And the next, the closest thing to that is Bernie Sanders. So what if they started this myth that there was a collusion with Bernie and with China? There is precedent now, folks. The very same thing could be done. A special counsel be be commissioned and go after Bernie Sanders and try and destroy his presidency. That could be done now because there's precedent now. So if we don't get to the bottom, and, and you better take off your D hat and your R hat and your L hat and or, or get divorced from the letter D and get divorced from your never-Trumperism if you're a never-Trumper. Because if we don't get to the bottom of, of how this special counsel was formed, how the uh, Steele dossier was allowed to be used to procure FISA warrants, if we don't get to the bottom of this and hold the upper echelon, whoever was responsible for creating this hoax, if we don't get to the bottom of this, then – the precedent has been set, and then every president from here on out is, could be victim of a so-called uh, hoax or, or witch hunt, however you want to call it, because that's what it was. And if you want to subject your candidate, because remember, Trump may not be your candidate today, but tomorrow's candidate may be yours, whether that be Bernie Sanders or Kamala Harris or Pocahontas or uh, Buttigieg or Buttigieg or however he pronounces his name, uh, either, any, if any of those candidates are yours or Joe bite me Biden, if, if he's your candidate, if we don't get to the bottom of what was done here, all of that stuff could happen to your candidate. 
And think about how mad and angry you would be if you and your candidate or, or the president you support, think about how you would feel if you were the target and they were the target of, of what is now known to be a hoax. And I call it a hoax, and I know some of you are out there going, it's not a hoax. It absolutely is and was a hoax, and all that information is coming out. Is coming out. Even the New York Times is having to admit the Steele dossier was fake. Um, CNN actually had a report. Now, Grant, you know, I say all the time, if you watch, if you can bear it and you can watch some of these lamestream media outfits, every now and then they stumble upon the truth. And there was a CNN report out where they were actually connecting the dots of the Obama administration and what role they played in, in this Russia, so-called Russia collusion. Because while there was no Russia collusion with Trump, there was definitely Russia attempts to, let's just say, win the hearts and minds of people in this country. And that's, that is election meddling. That's been going on since the 1940s. So there's nothing new there. But what you need to understand is this happened during the Obama administration. So, so that's your teaser, folks. You stay tuned. We're going to begin pretty soon with On Point with Victor. You guys hang on. We're right there. We're going to start the show soon. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, welcome, folks. Uh, you are tuned in to America's Web Radio. Thank you so much for listening. It is showtime, as they say in the industry. Uh, you are listening to On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armendariz. Uh, this is the next evolutionary step in talk radio. Uh, thank you for joining me. I, I can't thank the listeners enough. Um, we, we get uh, new listeners every week, and I love it. Uh, and let me take this moment now. Find me on YouTube. Actually, find America's Web Radio on YouTube, folks. You will love it. Uh, we have a channel. It's America's Web Radio. Please go there, subscribe, and watch our shows live. Uh, you'll get to see me, which, you know, sometimes is not the best uh, <laughs> picture in the world. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. We have fun here in the studio. So, again, go to go find America's Web Radio and subscribe to the YouTube page. It, it, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. And uh, if you can't do that, you can always, of course, go to America's Web Radio and stream us there, and which is what I'm pretty sure most of you are doing now. Uh, go to Facebook Live. We are Facebook Live, so please go there. That is the best place to shoot me questions. Uh, you can do it on Instagram as well, Radio Victor, Radio Victor, Radio Victor, Twitter, Radio Victor, Radio Victor. Uh, but if you want to really engage with me uh, during this show right now in the next hour, then hop on to Facebook uh, Live. Go to the America's Web uh, radio page, and then you will uh, click on Live, and you can watch the show and, and join me. And if you're a Democrat out there, because I, I know a few of you are, and there's nothing wrong with that, I love to hear from you too, especially when you disagree. So, so get out and get active and, and interact with me. And one more thing I want to say here before we get started is you also have a chance uh, with the promotion that we're doing here at America's Web Radio. You have a chance to come on and come in studio and sit with me for an hour. And if you're a Democrat, this is your chance to come sit with me and let's have a discussion. Tell me your viewpoint. Let the listeners know where you're coming from and we'll have a good discussion. 
Uh, and if you uh, have a business or anything like that and you just want to come in for an hour, we are giving away, away an hour. So touch base with us at America's Web Radio, uh, gm at americaswebradio.com. That is the email you're going to want to use, gm at americaswebradio.com. Okay, now that we got all that out of the way, we got to get down to some business. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I look so much forward to, to being here and sitting in this chair and, and, and talking with you guys and spending this uh, hour or two with you. And I couldn't wait to get in here today. Um, the Mueller report, it, it, I, I don't even, you know, I, all these things I want to say and all these things I want to get out, but we only have an hour. So, so bear with me as I try and just really, really gather my thoughts on this because it, it's, it's, it's very frustrating to sit here and, and, and talk about the Mueller report because I, I, there's so much misinformation out there. And, and on this show, on point with Victor, on point with Victor, uh, you're going to get common sense and you're going to get logic, but you're also going to get emotion. So if, if I sound like I'm getting angry, I'm not. I, I, I'm just getting passionate. Because one thing I'm getting tired of is this investigation being called an investigation. The, the Mueller special counsel can no longer be referred to as an investigation. Is the information that's coming out, and folks, if you're living under a rock or you're living under the CNN rock or the MSNBC rock or ABC, NBC, and, and CBS and, and all the rest, then you're not getting the full story. You've got to get out from that rock and do some investigation on your own or just tune into On Point with Victor because I'm going to tell you. Uh, but with the information that's coming out now that the Steele dossier was fake, ladies and gentlemen, the Steele dossier, which was the impetus for the FISA warrants, which was the impetus to get a special counsel and the impetus to spy on an American citizen, not just one, but several, including the candidate for the United States at the time, Donald Trump, and then continued that continued while after he was elected. So sit there, folks, and think about this. We, the upper echelon of our intelligence service, turned its sights, turned its technology on American citizens, including a duly elected president of the United States. So wrap that around your head. And, and, and again, this was done because of a fake dossier. The Steele dossier, if you don't know about that, was a, a opposition report, opposition research that was done by the Hillary Clinton campaign. Opposition research. Comes to find out, and we knew this two years ago, Everything that was in that dossier was fake. Steele, who was an, an operative from England, made up the information that went into that, that dossier with assistance from Russia. I mean, a lot of misinformation went into this Steele dossier. And even though the upper echelon, the Comeys, the Brandons, the, I'm sorry, not Brandon, the, the Comeys, the, uh, Clapper, Brennan, I, I think I said Brennan, but uh, <laughs> again, I told you, bear with me here. These folks in the upper echelon of our intelligence system knew that the Steele dossier was was fake, but yet they took that, ran to the FISA court. Now, either they lied to the FISA court judges or we've got some judges that need to be investigated because they willingly participated and they they approved these FISA warrants to spy on American citizens with a, a document 
called the Steele dossier that was fake, full of salacious material that was lies. And it was opposition research by a Hillary Clinton campaign. So the campaign for president did research, opposition research, which every, 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 every candidate will do that. But that information was left out to the FISA judges. And therefore they got, so they got the FISA warrants. So you cannot call this an investigation because let me tell you something. Mueller knew, and this is the question that needs to be, you know, just to jump off a little bit of it, moving fast forward here a little bit. Mueller, if they drag him in front of the Congress and I say, go for it, Democrats, please, please do it. Because today the Democrats are threatening to drag Mueller in front of Congress and have him answer questions. Well, I'm all for it, and I hope they do it, because the Republicans will also have a chance to ask questions. And the first question that needs to be asked of of Mueller, Bob Mueller, is when did you know that there was no Russia collusion? Because I'm going to sit here in this chair right now behind this glorious microphone, and I'm going to tell you that Bob Mueller knew this was a complete made-up hoax. He knew there was no Russia collusion two years ago, or at least a year and a half ago, at the very least a year and a half ago. He knew that there was no Russia collusion. But yet this man who's supposed to be a man of integrity, the man of character, continued with this so-called investigation. And then he went after General Flynn, a man who served his country, not on the basis of collusion, but on the basis of a, a perjury trap. And then, he, and then we all know he went after a couple of other people. Um, but two years, $35 million taxpayer dollars later, an investigation wraps up, of which the so-called investigation, which they knew there was no Russia collusion. At least a year and a half ago, they knew that. And you're going to see more and more information come out about this that's, support, that's going to support what I'm telling you now. Um, so not only – did they continue with this lie of Russia collusion and to keep the investigation going? Mueller hires a slew of lawyers to help him with the investigation because that's what a special counsel does. They take all the taxpayer money they want and hire as many people as they want and pay them as much as they want. And every one of the lawyers that he hired was a Clinton attorney previously or was a Clinton donor. So these guys, led by Wiseman, and if you don't know Wiseman, look him up. Uh, the guy's been, in, been rebuked by Supreme by the Supreme Court more than once. So look look him up. But but he basically you ended up with with Mueller and his merry band of Democrat lawyers who went after and tried to search for a crime. So folks. We're going to go ahead and take our first break uh, because uh, we're going to get into this a little bit more, and I'm going to bring in uh, – we're going to go to the phones when we come back, and we're going to get Mark the Shark on here uh, to get into the Mueller report from a lawyer's perspective. Well, let's, let's see what the audience thinks. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. With, uh, again, I tell you, I love audience participation. So, all right, folks, we're going to our first break. You stay right there. You're listening to On Point with Victor on America's Web Radio. We'll be right back before you could even think about changing your station. 
The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back. Welcome back. This is Victor Armendariz. Uh, You're listening to On Point with Victor. So let's jump right back in this, folks. There's so much information I want to get out today. And uh, only such a short time to do it. Uh, let me go to the phones. Uh, Mark, are you there? Hello, Mark. That's okay. Maybe we got a little bit of a, a glitch here, <laughs> which it happens sometimes, folks. It happens. Bear with me because um, let me tell you a little bit about Mark. So Mark Callum is uh, he's, he's a big old lawyer up in New York. Uh, he does a lot of work with the FOP, which, which uh, deserves – Tons of credit. Uh, Mark, Mark, you in there? I'm here. No, excellent, excellent. Uh, so, Mark, in my opening, I, I kind of was doing a little bit of a background on the Mueller report and what got us here. And one thing that, I, that I'm trying to stress to everyone is this shouldn't be called an investigation any longer. It needs to be called what it was, which was a hoax or a witch hunt or, or the quest to find a crime to stick to Trump. Because what I like Don Quixote looking for windmills. There you go. That's a good way to put it. And because of the fact that the dossier report by Michael Steele was fake, they knew it. Everybody knew it. And in fact, one of my what I was telling listeners before you got on, Mark, is it's going to come to find out and people are going to find out that that Mueller knew there was no Russia collusion probably close to two years ago. I'm going to say he knew before that. Uh, you know what? You may be right. I will tell. Why do you think that, Mark? Well, I, I just, uh, you know, when you go through his report, you focus on some of the things that he was looking at. You know, specifically, you know, when you're tasked with, you were tasked to do something. You were tasked to look at Russian involvement in our election. Now, the original letter, from what I remember, from its, its genesis, was not for him to just go out and seek Trump. 
that was not the purpose of this, although that's what it became. That's what clearly what it is, in fact. And it's been that since day one. He never looked at other aspects of Russian interference. Now, I would submit to you and everyone else that the Russians have achieved exactly what they wanted to do, that they have used the Democrats and their lust for stupidity to do exactly what they could not have done on their own, which was to disrupt this government for the past two and a half years. Well, they literally have put handcuffs on the president without any allegations of a wrongdoing other than some garbage that they created. Well, Mark, they all knew from the beginning was fake. Mark, let me ask you this, because this is what I, I was talking about earlier, and, and I would love to have your perspective as a lawyer. But is it not true that in the whole basis for a special counsel is not even supposed to be formed unless you have evidence of a crime? And not well, only evidence of a crime, there has to be a scope memo given to the special counsel. That was pretty much where this all fell apart. <laughs> that's where, I hate to say it. That's where it fell apart. It, it basically came to the beginning. And if you look at the beginning, it fell apart from the time it began. It, it, the whole genesis of this report was, I think it was Rod Rosenstein's letter appointing him. Mm-hmm. And it, it might as well have said, hey, well, let's see if we can find any dirt on Donald Trump because the deep state has been unable to get anything yet. You know what, Mark? Hold that thought right there. Not only did Rosenstein was the one who who, who appointed uh, the special counsel, Mueller, Rosenstein before that wrote a letter recommending the firing of Comey so that that would trigger Trump to fire Comey or at least give Trump the the confidence to fire Comey, and then they turned around and used that for basis of a special counsel. So the whole thing was a setup. Well, listen, it was the whole thing from the beginning was let's go after him because they didn't validate his presidency. Well, they didn't accept the results of the 2016 election. It, it, it basically was a sham from day one, and they, they basically – what they looked at is, if you look at, at the order from Rosenstein, okay, which was dated May 17th of 2017, all right, it says, Special Counsel is authorized to conduct the investigation confirmed by then FBI Director James B. Comey in testimony before the, Perm- the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, which is really a misnomer, on March 20th, 2017 including any links and or coordination between the Russian government and individuals associated with the campaign of the President Donald Trump and any matters that arose or may arise directly from that investigation. Let's just sit back and analyze that for a second, okay? They named Trump. They said Trump colluded with the Russians. And then they put in that second page or the second phase of that. Yeah, book two. two uh-huh. which is, any matters that arose or may arise directly from the investigation. Tell me something. Did Fusion GPS come up at all? Did uh, Hillary Clinton's name come up at all? Absolutely. You mean the, the actually payer for the yeah. opposition did, research? Did, did the DNC come up at all in his investigation or was Not he a, a complete dolt? Well, Mark. He paid attention to nothing other than his political motivations. I, You know, Mark, I have said before, and I'll say it again, that – I I truly believe that this special counsel was put together and this idea of Trump-Russia collusion, the whole premises 
the reason this was done was to cover up for the lack of action in the Obama administration and to cover up the Hillary uh, Hillary's well, he involvement. Listen, everything points to the fact that Obama knew about it. But yeah. remember something. If Hillary gets elected, none of this comes out because no one's mm-hmm. looking for it. Absolutely. None, none of, of this comes mm-hmm. out because it's a non-issue. Well, Mark, I venture to say that Hillary was preparing her defense to be, see, I told you Trump wouldn't accept the results because I am telling you as I sit here today that Hillary and and the, the rest of the, the left were 100% sure she was going to win. They just refused to believe that uh, some business guy that did not belong to the club could win the presidency. They didn't think the American people would elect him. And I think Hillary, because if you remember the last debate, Hillary Clinton, what was she doing? She kept she was running around that debate and saying, why won't you accept the results? Will you accept the results? And then the media ran with that and created a narrative. Donald Trump refuses to accept the results if he should lose. I think Hillary Clinton was setting it up, thinking she was going to win and then thinking that possibly the Republicans held control and they started looking into the, this whole idea of collusion and, and what actually happened well, with, with Hillary. The other thought is, was this the quote unquote insurance policy that they were talking about? Well, there you go. Mark, refresh the listeners, refresh the listeners what the insurance policy was. There were emails exchanged between Strzok and uh, Lisa Page. And Strzok being uh, one of the top FBI guys and yep. Page being an FBI lawyer. All right, go ahead, Mark. And that indicated that they had, quote-unquote, an insurance policy. And this insurance policy seems awfully familiar. And that special counsel appointment. And that discussion was going on with McCabe, another FBI. Yeah, who's Up, just mm-hmm. phenomenally involved up to his neck and in his eyeballs. Mark, I tell you what, that, when when we start the trail of who's responsible for this, you, you could go to Rosenstein, you can go to McCabe, Comey, Page, Stroke, uh, Brennan, Clapper. I mean, and these are the people involved in our intelligence agencies who turned their quote unquote, I mean, uh, air quote guns on American citizens. How this dangerous is, is that, that, Mark? Should scare every single American mm-hmm. that's out there. This is basically, and, and not for nothing, but they are continuing to go full steam ahead, the Democrats. And Nadler, who has been a thorn in everybody's side in New York for 30 years, <laughs> has been given the handle of power. Mm-hmm. And you never give idiots power because this is what you get. You get non-government. It's basically it's a running amok. It's, you never let the loonies run the loony bit. Well, you get, you get no legislative action. Where it, it, it just... For, for one moment, just think about the accomplishments of Congress since they've been in there. Mm. <laughs> That's it. You don't need any more. You don't need <laughs> yeah. more time. They've done nothing. I, you get my answer right there. I can only laugh. You know, there's a reason that every time there's a poll done or every time the people are asked where does Congress rate on getting something done, they're at the bottom. There's a reason for that. And because every time you get, uh, just like you said, Mark, when you give someone like Nadler, Pelosi, Shift, you give these people power, the, and look what they do with it. They abuse it. 
They're using the power of the government, the the non-will of the people, and then by seizing the taxpayer dollars from people, they're using it against people that disagree with them. And and this country was not founded for this or for this to to happen. I, the founding fathers would are probably rolling over in their oh, graves. They are rolling over. But that's a whole. But I you know I won't even go down that road now. Let let's stick with the Mueller report um, because Mark. Is it not? Okay, I know it's 400 and something pages, but I told, you know, I mentioned earlier today that 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 Mueller report should have been one page because out of everything that you saw in that report, Mark, was there one iota of evidence that supported the Russia collusion Trump narrative? There's there's nothing, you know, it, what amazes me is, quite frankly, and I don't think people understand the very nature of a special counsel, Special counsel is not to give you both sides of an argument. Special counsel is like a prosecutor, okay? If this was a prosecutor in any other case in the entire country, they would be brought up on charges of prosecutorial misconduct. You know, How Mark. How dare he put in his last sentence, yeah. Mark, hang on. not exonerate the president. Hang on one second. I am so glad you're, you're turning the conversation there because I want to, we're going to go to our break here, but when we come back, Mark, I want you to elaborate on not only the purpose of the special counsel, but how he went beyond his bounds and, and, and doing that, uh, non-exonerated crap on the book two of the, uh, of the report. So, so folks, hang right there. We're going to be right back after this break. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. You're not going to want to miss the next segment. And while you've got this chance, make sure you're going to YouTube, America's Web Radio. Subscribe. You're going to love it. That's our, our America's Web Radio channel. And be sure to like us on Facebook, the America's Web Radio page. Folks, it really helps us out. Uh, like I mentioned before, what we do here, it ain't free. And uh, the you know producer here needs to keep me here. So <laughs> so you guys, please go to Facebook, America's Web Radio, and go to uh, the America's Web Radio YouTube page. Subscribe to us, like us, all those wonderful things. We will be right back. Don't you move. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. 
Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, around town movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's around town movers. Call them. This is Daryl Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. And for those of you that are watching, if you're wondering why a big smile comes on my face every time the intro music comes on, it's because it's my old band. Uh, and uh, that would be a shout-out to Pointless. Uh, so uh, I also want to take a second here and uh, give a shout-out to a new listener out in Ohio. At least I believe that's where she is. Uh, but uh, it's awesome, awesome company called The Hen House. So uh, thank you for listening. So we're back, and you're listening to On Point with Victor. This is Victor. Uh, we're going to get right back in this. So, Mark, yeah. uh, I want you to jump right in where we left off because you were going in an awesome direction. Uh, and, again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mark the Shark. He's a, a renowned lawyer up in New York, and he's actually a uh, smart, sensible uh Pretty pretty darn sharp guy, considering that he lives in New York. <laughs> yeah, the blue hasn't gotten me yet. <laughs> so, although I understand now we're going to be leveling Manhattan and now only putting up one-story buildings because it's the Green New Deal. <laughs> you know, Mark, that's a, that's going to be another topic for another show. But you're 100 percent right that apparently uh, you're incredibly. Um, how can, I'm trying to be nice, Mark, but that person that you call a mayor, uh, the De Blasio. Uh, is now saying that no glass buildings can be built, and yeah, and we're no going to make them steel. out of cardboard. So, well, you can't use trees clearly because he's not going to go for that, and you can't use glass, and you can't use steel. So, it's the end of New York as we know it. Well, this would be the New York intellect: is we cut cardboard and we make signs to protest the cutting of trees. Hey, hang on! I got we got a comment coming in from the producer. Just one quick one on uh, your representative uh, Cortez and her comment today that the VA is fixed and it's giving adequate care to our veterans. Adequate Uh care. Well, that would explain a lot as to why you shouldn't drink the water in New York. (laughs) Or listen to occasional cortex. Lead poisoning clearly has affected (laughs) occasional cortex. (laughs) She probably drank a lot of that and more while she was bartending. I'm, I'm just telling you that. She does not represent the New York as I know it. She represents the New York as the right or the left wing of the left wing would have it. (laughs) And rational thought has escaped her. And that may be due to the fact that our college education is now an indoctrination. But that's another topic. Oh, my goodness, Mark. That is a huge topic that will be coming up on On Point with Victor is the uh, how we need to get rid of the Department of Education because it's nothing but – and indoctrination center. And, yep. uh, but I mean, going back to the Mueller report, his, it, I mean, if you look at, and again, it's 400 and some odd pages of just garbage. I well, mean, you look at this stuff and you look at a prosecutor either says yay or nay. Okay. Exactly. There's either an indictment or there's a non-indictment. You mm-hmm. cannot prove what didn't exist. 
That's well, you, kind of difficult to do. Asking someone to prove a negative. And, yeah, and you, you take this you report can. and you're looking at it. And I mean, such things as when he says, you know, uh, President Trump went to him again, his, uh, his counsel, and said, I want to know if I can get rid of Comey. Well, you know what? He can get rid of Comey anytime he wants. He can right? actually, the president of the United States can fire anyone in the executive branch. Right. And exercising his constitutional rights of power, whether it's motivated by the color of his shoes or any other reason, is not anything for a special counsel to be looking at. You know, and they're saying, oh, there's a, you know, the, the, the battle cry of freedom that I've been listening to since this report came out, it's amazing how the Messiah became the devil. You know, mm-hmm. Mueller was the savior right up until the moment of truth. And then the truth they didn't want to hear, so the same thing they went with with the results of the election is they don't accept the truth. Exactly. So they decided to throw out the truth, and now Mueller is a political hack. The guy who they touted for the last two and a half years is the new messiah, and he's going to set everybody straight and set the president on a path to decline. Well, guess what? If you look at Mueller's report, he tried everything he could in that report to give Congress something to bite on. Oh, he, There's not a thing in there that would lead anyone to believe that a crime had been committed. Exactly. He tried to give them a roadmap to impeachment. He basically drove them to the place where they needed to be. Mm-hmm. And then Nadler, and then he handed Nadler the keys and said, "Go ahead, you idiot, keep going." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really did. And 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 folks, and Mark, just just so we can let the folks out there and our good listeners know, the job of a prosecutor, a prosecutor or special counsel, because a special counsel is a prosecutor, they do not have the power to exonerate. And and just the fact that when they give a report and. A prosecutor, like you said, Mark, they're either they're either recommended indictments or there are no indictments. And if there are no indictments and there are there is no proof of a crime, that in itself is an exoneration, is it not? Well, any any person worth their salt who could read English would understand that, except for apparently Nadler and Cummings and the rest of the Democrat Party. They just don't really care. Remember something. They don't care about the truth. There are 448 pages of garbage here to go through, and they don't care. It doesn't matter to them what the, the concepts are. You know, they tried to tie WikiLeaks into this. They tried mm-hmm. to make the Trump Tower meeting, which was a big nothing burger, make it into something. It was the secret Russian meeting. Obviously, they weren't that secret. Exactly. Okay? And the fact that they had FBI spies, and yes, I did use the word spies because that's what they were, running around all over the campaign. Now, here's my biggest question is when the FBI and the Department of Justice thought that there was Russian interference going on, did they go in, did they brief the Trump campaign? Did they advise them? Because, listen, they wanted to stop the Russian collusion, the Mm -hmm. Russian interference, didn't they? Well, remember. They think that Hillary is going to win no matter what, Mm. and if Russians were helping Hillary, that was okay. That is you just hit it right there. Remember, Mark, when when it was found, when the FBI found out, uh, probably with some help from the NSA and the CIA, when they found out that Senator Feinstein, Democrat from California, when they found out that her driver, her limo, yes, folks, you pay for her to have a limo driver. Her driver was a Chinese spy. They didn't open an investigation against her. They went to her and they said, hey, you've got a spy on your team. we got to do something about it. But yet when they 
came up with this whole pretend narrative against Trump. Did they once go to Trump and say, hey, we think someone in your campaign, Carter Page, may be having some inappropriate comment or associations or discussions with Russians? They never did that, Mark. And Mark, do you want to tell the audience why they didn't do that? Because they believed Hillary was going to win and the Russians wanted Hillary. Exactly. Exactly. Now, the, the disinformation has been clear. They've said, oh, the Russians were trying to help Trump. No, they weren't. They know mm. that they were going to get a better deal. Remember something. Hillary was the reincarnation second coming of Obama. Mm-hmm. That famous statement, oh, this is my last term. After I get elected, I'll have more flexibility. Let Vlad know. Oh, you know, Mark, I'm glad you brought that up. Let's remind the listeners. Uh, I cannot remember exactly what year this was, but this was right. Well, let me take that back. It was it was the latter part of, I believe, in 2012, right before the election, when uh, President Obama actually said, so right before his 2012 reelection, he was actually sitting with Medev, who at the time, I believe, was the president of Russia. But, you know, everybody knew Putin still ran the show. He actually thought he thought the mics were off, but there was a hot mic which captured Obama leaning over to Medev saying, hey, listen, don't don't don't, you know, just tell Putin, let him let him know that once I get reelected, I'm going to have more flexibility. He said that those are his words, not Mark's words, not Victor's words. They came out of Obama's mouth. And so you want to talk about collusion? What, What what the hell do you call that when you've got a sitting president telling a foreign president hey don't worry tell your buddy over there that's running the country that when i get reelected i'm gonna have uh, more flexibility and what obama was referring to were were, was denuclearization of the united states our arsenal not russia's but ours Uh, but mark this also carries forward into 2016 when obama the obama administration knew there was russia meddling going on and chose to do nothing about it. In yeah, fact, I mean, Susan you know, Rice... The issue is clearly, you know, we kept hearing about the deep state, the deep state. Well, now we have proof the deep state existed. Oh, absolutely. The problem is that no one's prosecuting it. You I'm know, hoping the IG's report comes out. You know what, I'm Mark? I'm hoping that Barr sticks to his guns mm-hmm. and doesn't waver in the wind and not go and find out what was the genesis of this. Who started this whole thing? Well, Mark... They not- all knew it was fake. Not only do do we need Attorney General Barr, and so far, uh, I have to say I, I I am pleasantly surprised because I was afraid Barr was going to be another swamp rat, and I'll just say it. I'll be honest. I thought he was. But so far, he really is showing that he cares about the rule of law, and I do hope, like you, Mark, that he continues because we're going to have the IG report. Uh, do you want to talk about that a little bit, Mark? Um, well, we, we- – the IG report was tasked with going out and actually seeing what was going on with the entire situation, including the other side of the coin, not just the Trump coin. Mm-hmm. They and were also to go out and find out, did Russians interfere, which I think was pretty clear. Mm-hmm. But interestingly enough, what's very you don't hear a lot about in the mainstream media because it kind of kills the narrative is the Russians were brilliant in figuring out our tech companies. Mm-hmm. They use Google like their announcement, like like a, a sign, like a billboard. <laughs> and Google was a willing participant, Mark. Yeah, so I'm hearing now. Think about it. They were a willing participant. Well, they will a company who will not participate with the Pentagon mm-hmm. on developing AI, but are helping the Chinese develop yeah. 
Mm-hmm. systems that they can put in place to control their own people and what they see. Yeah. Google is a company that, Mark, will censor you for making a post, but they let Russia oh, – yeah, they they're, they're out-of-control uh, algorithm. That's you, right. Russia spent dollars on Facebook ads in 2016. It, I, it I mean, 2017. It is see the corruption of a country that once stood tall. Yeah. Well, you know, the the ship. You know, I, I someone Mark asked me the other day um, on what I thought about Trump being elected president, and did I think he was going to win? And and I told people, look, I I will be the first to admit uh, I was a Ted Cruz supporter, and I thought Cruz was going to win that. And I and but when when I saw Trump come down the escalator and give his announcement speech, I called. In fact, I called a few of our friends. And I said, I still don't think Trump will win, but I think this guy just touched on something, the immigration issue, that's going to put him as a finalist. And I was right about that, but I was surprised that he won. But I will tell you this, Mark, I think Donald Trump was the right guy at the right time. I don't think anyone else would have been able to beat back Hillary or the media like Donald Trump has. Well, it was the Hillary organization. Hillary was a weak candidate to begin with, but her organization was strong. Mm-hmm. She had more influence than an octopus in a you know in a lobster tank. <laughs> exactly. Okay? She had everything under control except for the people of the United States. Yeah. She the one element she couldn't control was pulling the lever for you and me. Yep. <laughs> so, um, but 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 people need to understand that the the audacity that a political party, which was led by the Clintons at the time. The audacity they had and the entitlement feeling that they had, you know, everybody look, let's not forget, Mark, that the Hillary campaign and the DNC, the Democrat National Committee, completely changed the rules so that Bernie Sanders couldn't beat Hillary because Bernie Sanders kind of came out of nowhere and would have beat her in the primary. So they kind of took it from him. And let's not forget that Bernie Sanders stood there and said, yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll get my my chance later, and so the, we can't forget those things. So, Mark, hang on right there. We've got to go to our next break. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna uh, we'll get into a little bit more of the Mueller report and some other good things that you need to know uh, straight from the mouth of Mark. So, uh, you hang on. We'll be right back on the other side of this break. Right back from the studio. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one, can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. I just want to say hi to a good friend that happens to be tuned in and uh, appreciate her tuning in. We'll be back with more of Victor right after this. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy 
or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I am Victor Armanderas. This is On Point with Victor, and you're tuned in to America's Web Radio. Uh, don't forget, folks, YouTube page, America's Web Radio, Facebook Live right now if you want to see my crazy mug. And I am today sporting my Atlanta United hat and my Atlanta United Championship T-shirt, by the way. For you MLS fans out there, Atlanta's still the best. So anyway, Mark, yes. <laughs> we, we won't talk about New York's two soccer teams right now, but uh, – <laughs> Uh, or, or, and we're not going to talk about your Rangers either because I'm still pissed that we don't have the Thrashers anymore. But it, you know, I, I try to I, I try to give the benefit of the doubt to these investigating bodies like Mueller. Mm-hmm. And when you sit back and you actually read the report of 13 en- angry Democrats, and you wonder how is it that they never looked at the other side of this coin, and how did they come to the conclusions that they did? You know, it's to say that somebody is not exonerated in a prosecutorial letter is absolutely tantamount to prosecutorial misconduct. Mm -hmm. And it really needs to be. Listen, the media is not going to call it out. We sort of come to that. We know that already. No, they won't. They're never going to call it out because what Mueller did in book two with this obstruction BS is and this whole business of, oh, I couldn't exonerate. Um, I, and you know what, Mark, what do you think about this? I have a little hypothesis. I think that that came from Weissman himself. Oh, that was definitely a spitball. Yeah. And, and I mean, elaborate on that a little bit, Mark, uh, on uh, just let the listeners know who Weissman, who he is, and, and, and why you and I both think that uh, that whole line about not being able to exonerate and then the 10 supposedly – well, we, we, we can't call it obstruction, but it might be obstruction. Um, well, why he, we think that it was written yeah, by I Weinstein. Mean, Weissman is known Weissman. for his tactics. He's like the Gestapo of the Democratic Party, and I hate to use that term, but unfortunately, it fits. It absolutely fits. It's one of those things where you look at it and you say there's nothing else that it could be. You know, you're looking at basically retaliation for him winning an election, which was not that he should be retaliated against. It's retaliation against the American public for voting for him. In essence, they're trying to punish us. And you look at how these people came to these conclusions. You look at, you know, his definition of obstruction, okay? First of all, obstruction of justice is such a broad term. It's almost incomprehensible to understand. It's the catch-all phrase. It's almost like the conspiracy phrase. You know, and it, it basically, the second part of, it's 18 U.S.C. 1503 for anyone who wants to go look it up. But it basically says it's not a restrictive covenant in the second prong of that particular code. It basically says that it's an obstruction is so broad that the statute prohibits any activity that corruptly or by threats of force or by any threatening letter of communication influences, obstructs, or impedes, or endeavors to influence, obstruct, or impede the due administration of justice. 
for those people whose heads have just exploded, welcome to federal statutes. <laughs> it is one of those things that you look at it and you say, what were they thinking? And yeah. they were trying to use the broadest and the widest net that they could possibly use to try to get people into this tank. And they used this here as sort of an incorrigible effect to try to put people in a place where they can't defend themselves. You know, 18 U.S.C. 1503, it's a felony offense and it carries 10 years imprisonment. No one ever gets 10 years. We sort of mm -hmm. know that now from federal law. But it's used as a wedge. Can we flip somebody to the next highest person? So what they did here is they tried to string all these unrelated incidents of things that had other explanations. And this is the big thing. If I do something, let's say I'm a baseball player, okay, and you're throwing a fastball at me and it comes real close to my head and I jump out of the way, you can either say he didn't want to get hit because he was scared or you could say that was a ball, he didn't need to be there. Well, Muller turned around and said he was scared to be there because there was something. Mm. But there was really another reason. And this whole report, if you read through it word by word, line by line, and it's really, it's an arduous process. Mm -hmm. But the, rea the reality is he tries to analyze constitutional defenses. He tries to analyze constitutional language. And that's not his purpose. Exactly. You know, a five-year-old could have concluded in three weeks <laughs> that there was no collusion, that the real collusion happened on the other side, which no one's looking at. Mm -hmm. And that the president never knew about any of this. You know, they, they made big claims about all the convictions that Mueller made. Mm -hmm. Well, let's look at all the convictions. What were they? They're called process crimes. And what's yeah. a process crime? In the process of the investigation, somebody either had a faulty memory, mm -hmm. which they testified to, instead of saying, on or about the 14th, and they said it was definitely the 14th, and the date on the 14th is wrong, guess what? They charged them with lying. Mm. So, again... They were going after these people to try to get them to turn. Exactly. Turn on what? Because they were looking for something that they could not find. Well, Mark, that was the big that was the not, big charge here. Not only How do you find something that doesn't exist. Not only, Mark, were they trying to get them to turn and flip, they were trying to get people to compose. That's what I was just going at. If somebody doesn't have something and you're looking at 10 years or 20 years, which is normally the statutes are calling for that. You're going to say, yeah, what do you need from me? What do you want me to tell you? Okay. Tell me something about when he did this. Uh, okay. I recall that now. Yes, I recall that. And that becomes, in, in Mueller's report, that becomes a fact. Mm -hmm. Because now you've pressured someone into something. Right. Now you take a guy like Manafort. Yeah, he got convicted of a whole host of different crimes. Which one of those had to do anything with the Trump mm -hmm. campaign? And and Mark, remind the listeners out there that that Mueller and his team are prosecutors. So there, there was no cross-examination to this report. So when, when they get people to sing and compose and say these wrongful statements, they put it in as fact because there's no cross-examination. There's no Mark the Shark to go destroy that with a cross-examinating right. uh, sided. Case. This is a one-sided, you know, basically it's a conviction without any crime. Mm -hmm. That's Which, what they attempted to do here. Yeah. 13 angry Democrats attempted to do a conviction without having a crime. And they went through a whole scenario of all these meetings, the meetings with Donald Trump Jr. and Trump Tower, 
You know, then Maria Butinia, which was the NRA, that never was showed up at all. Because guess what? All that yelling and screaming about that, that turned out to be nothing either. Yeah, it was a big nothing. And, and Mark, so, you mentioned the Jared, uh, the Jared meeting uh, with, the, with the Russian adoption lady. Uh, that that in itself was a setup. That is going to come. If he ordered out. Russian dressing, they'd say that was clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to. I'm surprised, Mark, that wasn't in the Mueller report. That at some point, uh, Jared Kushner had lunch or dinner at Del Frisco's Grill and ordered Russian dressing. Yeah, I mean, it was a sign. It was a secret sign. It Russia. had to be. Go ahead. Had to be. <laughs> I, you know, it, it's 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 just it just boggles my mind, Mark, but. There's so much here that the American people don't understand. But I will say this, Mark, and I, and I don't know if you agree with me. I believe the run-of-the-mill American people are growing tired of hearing about the Mueller report. And I, and I want to believe that, that, that a majority of the American people are going to go, okay, the Mueller report came out and there is no collusion, period. And, and they're, they're going to start tuning out, and the Democrats – you know, I said it before. I hope they they drag Mueller in front of the Congress because that means the Republicans will get to ask him questions. And if they go down this impeachment road, uh, I I just think it's all going to backfire. It's going to blow up in their faces, and that's why you saw. You know, they kept yelling impeachment, impeachment, impeachment because they didn't have the Mueller report. Mm-hmm. Now they have the Mueller report. Now they're saying, "Oh, that may not have been a good idea." Right, and I've got and a they knew at no time was it mm-hmm. ever going to get through the Senate. Exactly, exactly. But it was, again, a talking yeah. point. Now, that's what I was saying mm-hmm. is earlier on, I, I, page 182 of the report, where he goes to the conclusion, okay? Section 4, page 182. Because we were determined not to make a traditional prosecutorial judgment, we did not draw the ultimate conclusion about the president's conduct. Well, wait a second. $35 million later, millions of dollars wasted of taxpayer money, hundreds of FBI agents, 2,800 subpoenas, God knows how many witnesses, and you can't conclude? Well, what were you doing for this time? Thousands and thousands and thousands of pages that uh, the Trump administration uh, voluntarily handed in, thousands of of hours of interrogating witnesses, and and to your point, Mark, they somehow – they couldn't come up with, with uh, like I said before, Mark, the, the Mueller report should have been one page. Yeah. There was well, no here's, collusion. Here's the greatest statement I love. This is the statement that sort of tells you what 13 angry Democrats and $35 million will buy you. <laughs> At the same time, if we had confidence after a thorough investigation of the facts that the president clearly did not commit obstruction of justice, we would state so or so state. Okay. That is, wait, what was that term? Dog whistle to Nadler? Hey, you need to keep going. Yeah. You know, Mark, I'm glad you said that because the Democrats love to talk about dog whistles. Uh, That's exactly what book two of the report was. There was no, first of all, Mark, how can you have obstruction of justice when there was no crime? Well, see, that's, that's the real, that's the real killer here is you have to have a crime in order to obstruct something. Yeah. And if you have no crime, and what do they think they're going to find? This guy had unlimited resources, answered to no one, subpoenaed everything he could possibly get his hands on, including probably Trump's, you know, kindergarten grades. <laughs> yeah. And he came up with zippity duda. Yeah. And he says, based on the facts and the applicable legal standards, we are unable to reach that judgment. Yeah. You know, Mark, 
Tr- Donald Trump must be one of the cleanest <laughs> uh, presidents we've ever had. Do you think anyone could have withstood the type of investigation that he just went through? No, this guy's had so many proctology exams. It's incredible. <laughs> he might as well just have a, a headlight up there. <laughs> he, he could probably join the Midtown Warriors here in Atlanta. Yep. I mean, with you, the final <laughs> statement is the killer here. And this is just absolutely the most bizarre statement I've ever seen after spending $35 million of our taxpayers' dollars. It says, accordingly, while this report does not conclude that the president committed a crime, it does not exonerate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone for this lifetime, or maybe even my next lifetime, will really have to explain what he was thinking when he wrote that sentence. Yeah, and you're a veteran, uh, Mark, and you can't even figure out. But but yep. you and I both know, Mark, that probably came from uh, from uh, Wiseman, and and that was their way. Just like you said, Mark, that was their way to say, "Here, we're going to hand the ball off to the Democrat, uh, the Hippocrat Party, and let them run with their impeachment and let them continue with this false, fake narrative." So, Mark, you hold on right there. Folks, you hang on right there. We will be right back. we got to go to our next break. So uh, this is a short break. You hang right there. We'll be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio on Point with Victor. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.